shivered. At least she had a roof over her head tonight, she thought. Poor Millie would be sleeping in a doorway if she didn't help her. Besides, she reasoned, tomorrow he'd come, and he was always good for a fiver. But what if he didn't come? Millie suddenly ran her hands up and down her arms in another futile attempt to get warm. Annie made up her mind. Millie was her friend, and if she had to kip out tonight, she might get sick. It was too bloody cold. Never mind that any coins she slipped to Millie would probably never be repaid. She'd had a bit of good fortune lately, and it wouldn't hurt to share it with someone who was down on her luck. Annie finished putting her few remaining flower baskets onto the cart. When she loaded the last one, she glanced at her friend again. Millie was still muttering curses on the heads of the Irish, the anarchists, the police, and the cowardly toffs who were locked up safely in their houses. Her colourful curses made Annie smile. Most of the other flower sellers wouldn't even speak to someone like Millie, but Annie liked her. She was good company and she felt sorry for her too. No one liked having to walk the streets at night and sell their bodies just to keep a bit of food in their bellies. Horrible, that was. But she could understand why some had to do it. She'd come close to having to do it herself. Even if he didn't come, she had a bit tucked away for a rainy day. Annie reached into her coat pocket. Her gloved fingers were stiff with cold, so it took her a moment to get the coins in her hand. She strolled over to stand next to her friend. Here, take this, she ordered. Millie stared at Annie's outstretched palm, her eyes widening at the sight of the florins and shillings. What's all this, then? What's it look like? It's money. A loan. It's too bleeding cold out tonight to have to spend it on the streets. You can pay me back when business picks up. I don't like taking it off you, Millie muttered, but she reached for it anyway. I'll pay you back tomorrow, just see if I don't, she laughed. Trade'll be good, you'll see. There's lots of men that can't go more than a day or so without it. They'll be here tomorrow night. Pay me back when you can, Annie said. I'd best be getting these flowers back to the market then. Thanks, love. For the money, I mean, Millie called as she turned and darted towards the river. Annie watched her disappear into the fog. The heavy, yellowish-grey mist had thickened, and now it covered the street like a cotton woolly blanket. She could barely see her cart. She stood for one more minute before moving, her head cocked and her ears straining for the sound of approaching footsteps. But she heard nothing. Grasping the handle, she turned and began to push the cart slowly forward. The wheels squeaked and groaned as she crossed the road and eased the old contraption around the corner and up Southampton Street. It seemed as though the fog thickened with every step she took. The farther she got from the gas lamps of the Strand, the darker and colder it got too. She was suddenly jerked forward as the front wheels of the cart crashed off the curb. Blast, Annie thought, squinting down into the heavy mist. It's worse than walking through a cold bowl of soup, it was so bleeding thick. She'd better slow down or this old contraption wouldn't make it back to the garden. Annie grimaced as she pushed the heavy cart across the road. The wheels didn't squeak so loudly now, but that was somehow worse. Made her realise how quiet the street was. Goosebumps rushed up her arms, and she didn't know if it was from cold or fear, because suddenly she was scared. Like someone had just walked over her grave. Nights like this wasn't natural, she thought, looking over her shoulder and seeing nothing but the grey fingers of fog. Too empty by half. Sundays weren't usually real busy, but this was the first time she'd ever had to go back to the market without selling something. She frowned. Mr. Cobbins weren't going to be pleased, that was for sure, but it weren't her blooming fault there weren't no one out and about.
From behind her, she heard footsteps. Annie stopped. The footsteps stopped as well. She opened her mouth to call out who she was, then just as quickly clamped it shut again. Every instinct she had was screaming at her to be quiet, to run. Annie glanced down at the heavy cart. Run? She couldn't do that. She was being silly, acting like one of them fancy ladies she saw going in and out of those elegant shops on Regent Street where she had her regular flower stand. The cart might be old and rusty, but Mr Cobbins would have her head and she'd be out of a job if she come back without it. After a moment, Annie took a deep breath and told herself the footsteps probably belonged to another flower seller or streetwalker. She grasped the handles tightly and moved forward. So did the footsteps. She stopped and whirled around. Staring into the fog, she tried to see if the person behind her was male or female. But the mist was too thick.